for unquestionable harvest. Unstoppable harvest. But it's time to get prepared. The world that will bring harvest will be so in good hearts. Luke 8 11. Luke 8, verse 15. He said, The one that is planted on the good ground of the heart. 8 15. That's the one that will produce. But that of good ground are they which on an honest and good have one hard work, keep it and bring forth fruit with patience. Your heart must be a good ground. That is the only prayer you are going to pray in the expectation of the world this morning. Shut down your feet where you are. Lord, make my heart a good heart. I'm saying for the seed of the world. Make my heart a good heart to receive the world. To keep it. To receive my harvest of miracle, breakthrough, turn around. Are you praying? You are permitted to put your two hands on your chest as a point of contact. My heart. Receive the world. My heart. Keep the world. My heart. Never permit the world to fall on the wayside. Father, I see your good world, your good seed on the good ground of my heart. For yet another turnaround. Thank you, precious Lord. In Jesus' mighty name we are praying. The good Lord will make your heart a good ground for the world at this hour. In Jesus' mighty name. Bringing the world to us is another bona fide son of the prophet, conspicuous among us. And that is Pastor Ibi Yomen. So I put our hands together the Lord as he comes. Will you give that hand to Jesus Christ? Give that hand to the King of all kings. If you clap and clap for Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. I want to give that appreciate God for this privilege to take the word again. Appreciate you, my father. Appreciate you, ma'am. And we shall be that all the anointed men and women of God all over the world who are part of this shield. It's a privilege that we have to be smashed. Thank you, sir. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for this hour. I ask that everyone that will hear your word will return with a testimony. Vow to give you every glory. In Jesus' most wonderful name. Give me a big hand, you ever Something, but the Holy Ghost opened my eyes to something very strange. 
I'll be sharing with us prompt response. A requirement for maximizing encounters with God. Prompt response. A requirement for maximizing encounters with God. The word prompt means to make something happen on time. While response means a reaction to something. And prompt response simply means in this context, is timely adherence to God's instructions. We take the message from John chapter 5. We read 1 through to 4, and then we dissect it from there. And after this, there was a feast of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now, there is a Jerusalem by the pool market, sheep market, sorry, pool, which is called the Hebrew tongue, the Salad, having five porches. In this lay a great multitude of people, therefore, of blind, hard, widow, waiting for the food of the world. For an angel went down at a certain season into the pool and troubled the waters. Whosoever then first, after the troubling of the waters, stepped in, was made whole of whatsoever disease he had. Whoever steps in, who is that person will obey promptly. He will be out of whatever calamity or disease he has. Life becomes very sweet when you become very sweet in response to God's trust. Delayed response is disobedience. Adjusted response is disobedience. Partial response is disobedience. Prompt response is same thing as prompt obedience. So I'm interchanging the world. Fasting and praying without prompt obedience amounts to religious fatigue. Great moves of God are simply preceded by simple acts of obedience. God will always treasure those who take pleasure in sweet obedience to instructions. In Exodus 19 verse 5, he said, Now therefore, if you will obey my voice indeed, and keep my covenant, then you shall be a peculiar treasure unto me above all people, for all the earth is mine. You become exceptional when you become intentional in quickly obeying divine instructions. Everything said to you, you want an encounter, you need to obey. Now, things we can distill from those four verses of scriptures we read from John 5. Those four verses are going to bring out things from those verses of scriptures. Number one, no situation can change until God is gracefully obeyed. All the important folks remain important folks. As long as they refuse to give themselves the word. So everything said to you will remain the same if you don't put them to practice. Number two, understand divine time. There was a time for them to step to the pool. Now here is my story. When Peter Nago was to be viewed and the building was going on 
we have a challenge with our own accommodation for us. The landlord said we should leave, that he doesn't want us to review the rent. And the money in my hand and the church hand was not enough to get a new property. But I understood the covenant of prosperity that when they see it's not enough to meet your need. If the money in your hand is not enough to meet your need, it's a seed. So immediately I took greater part of the money and came down to Rhinoga and drove the seed without anybody praying for me because I understood the Lord who prays for you is your heart connected to the covenant. The moment I went back, hell was over. Now, just imagine if I did not respond at that time. By the time we respond in October, November, when the government has been dedicated, the timing is wrong. So you must know the timing to respond to everything God has said to you. That's what the government says. Number three, understand that clouds also change heads. Remember the phrase. Another man stepped down before me. That was what he said. In a football match, when one person is messing up, another person is warming up. The messing up of King Saul was the warming up of King David. The messing up of Adam was the warming up of Jesus. Proud response is the only thing God will ever require of you. When you ask God for a miracle, He will give you an instruction. Your progress comes with having your account as a name. In John chapter 2, the one and why, He said, This is what I'm asking you to do. They responded. That's why I know someone will respond right in this show. We have a testimony in the name of Jesus. Yeah. To be a man and a woman of God and others, you must respond properly to His instructions. Is the other proof that you truly trust God. God's only pleasure is to be trusted, and God's only pain is to be doubted. When you doubt God, you cause him pain. God wants us to believe you, and prompt response is the proof of our faith. Because God is not a man that he should lie. No matter what he is, neither the son of man that he should. Has he said, shall not make it good? God's character is hidden in Numbers 23 verse 19. Progress causes your decision. Anything God says to you and you don't respond is an indication you don't, you don't trust God. Delayed response, which is obedience, can lead to destruction. That will be your question. Every time you see things not working, don't look too far. That somewhere you are disobeyed. In Jeremiah chapter 7, 23, 24, he said, Because they disobeyed, they went backward. So if you are expressing retrogression, in most cases, it's not a devil, somewhere you are disobeyed. He said, But 23, 24, he said, But they acted not, not in trying to appear, but walked in the castles and in the imagination that you have. And went backward and not forward. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Why? When you do this your own way, you go backward. When you do this way I said to you, you go forward. So check your life. If you are not making progress, there are somewhere you are disobeying God. Shout out to you.
Things to know about prompt response. What are the things to know about prompt response? Number one, prompt response is doing anything God commands you to do regardless of the cause of feelings. Prompt response is doing anything God commands you to do regardless of the cause of feelings. In John 14 verse 15, if you love me, keep my commandments. That's what Jesus said. Number two thing to know about prompt response. Prompt response is the only proof that you truly know God. First John 2 3. And hereby we do know that we know Him if we keep His commandments. Number three. God will not accept anything as a substitute for your prompt response. You all know the story of Saul. In First Samuel chapter 15, verse 22, and Samuel said that the Lord had great delight in one offerings and sacrifices, as he obeyed the voice of the Lord. Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice to happen at the battle rounds. Number four. Delayed response is the reason for failure, poverty, etc. And number five. Your prompt response is the proof of your love for God. You can't say you love God and you don't respond swiftly. John chapter 14, 21, 23, 24. And then have my commandments and prepare them, he it is that love me. And I love me, shall be loved my father. And I love him and will manifest myself to him. To this says, Jesus not has done to him. If a man love me, he will keep my words, and my father will love him, I will come unto him and make our goals with him. He that loveth me love, keepeth not my sakes. And the word which he hear is not mine, but the father will send me. Let me say this to you, says, God can bless you beyond your last prompt response. I repeat. God can't bless you beyond your last obedience. Wherever obedience stops, that's where your blessing stops. If you disobey, blessing will also stop. You know the story in Joshua chapter 7, where the apostate was taken. If you read from 10 to 13, the Bible said because they took the apostate, everything that has to do with Israel stops. The moment you do what is wrong, the blessing will also stop. So every time you see your life going forward, stop casting out them. You know, we cast them the law. First check yourself. Is there any way? A man who is not paying tax, there are no way he will think that he is coming to the church and sweeping and dripping and everything will never make his business go forward. There's not that way his business go forward, things will get tight for him. So if you just go back and obey, what God has told you to do? You're fighting your wife, there's no way you have peace. Because when you fight your wife, that's the problem. Two of you must have peace. He said, oh, I don't believe in what you are teaching, then you know that you have Christ at home. So hand away because what matters enough. But we look at the man called Abraham in our case story. If you look at Abraham as a major case story for prompt response, in Isaiah chapter 51 verse 2, he said, Look 
not to Abraham and Sarah that bear you. For I call him alone and bless him and increase him. He said, Look unto him, follow his path of response. At every point, he obey. If you have the Abraham's friend, then you should do the works of Abraham. You don't see Abraham bless the mind when you are not doing what Abraham did. And seeing rabbits are mine from what you follow, and you don't obey scriptures, you will still not get blessings. You can use a very fine for this type of voice, Abraham was his mind, and it's not what. And you get what I'm saying. You just have to respond. God said to Abraham, have diverse encounters with God because he responded properly to God's instruction. And just to the first thing as 25, move. So the Bible does not for you to say move. He said to you move. Abraham did not give God, he moved. One to four, he departed. May your obedience today bring forth a testimony in your life. Now hear this, it will be to help you. Every time when God called me to ministry, he said to me, go to God's house. But I have always loved Jesus. I never liked Rabbi because I went to primary school, Sunday school, advising Rabbi, so I said, God, come on, Rabbi. I love Lagos because the life of Lagos is very smart and fast. I knew God wanted me for Rabbi. And hear me, I was saving my lips for Rabbi. But inside me, I said, it's not for Lagos. The moment I said that, Everything shut down. Nothing was moving. I was praying, Oh God, in the name of Jesus, nothing was working. I knew the prayer was not getting anywhere. Nobody knew, only me and God knew. Then one day, my wife said to me, He said, You told me that God sent you to one of us. I said, I know. That day, the day, as I said, now I want to grab the same day I said I want to grab on every soul. Every value that will survive. When things are not working, check where you are disobeying. God said to Abraham, circumcised chapter 17, God started with all men in your house, he responded promptly. In Genesis chapter 21, he was instructed to send half an Israel away, he responded promptly. In Genesis chapter 22, if you read that scripture, Genesis 22, 2, 10 to 18, he said, Bring me Isaac. He responded promptly, but here this in Genesis 22, something happened. When Abraham responded promptly to the instruction of God, God did something. The moment he dropped Isaac on the altar, and God responded, he said, Tom, there's a ram behind you. So every time you respond, God shows you a deep revelation. He said, Tom, this ram was not seen, but now this is the ram. It was there. So many things your eyes are not open to you in business, is because you have not responded to God's instruction. Every time you give, in instruction, God shows you something that others can see. And if you read that scripture, say the rap was held in a ticket. The rap will not move. So the miracle you are looking for, every time you pray, God brings it to you without you looking for it. I pray that servants miracle will come your way. 
when you obey instruction properly, God brings your miracle to you. You don't struggle for a miracle, the miracle comes to you. He held the ram. God Himself held the ram down for you now. That's how your miracle will be brought to you in the name of Jesus. In Genesis chapter 4, verse 1, he said, And Abraham was born, and was speaking in it, and the Lord had blessed him in all things. Why did he bless all things? Because he responded at every point. When your response bring forth your blessings in the name of Jesus Christ. Why people don't respond promptly? I'll tell you the reasons. In spite of what they hear, people still don't respond. Ignorance. So my people are sure for lack of. If you know the consequences of what you're doing, you will not try it. B. Lack of faith. Is it without faith? It is impossible to please God. He that comes to God must believe that is the one of them who did that he said to you, number six. If that can believe all things are possible to him that believe it. If you have faith and God takes something, you will obey. You will not. Now listen. We have to pay for the property. It takes faith. We have to pay for the property and the money the poor call was big. It's not now. It's easier to say when you have the money. You know that you have faith when it's not there and you live by faith. You know, it's cheap to talk when the money is cash with you. But you know that I have faith when the difference is bigger than the cash in your hands. And I had clearly give one dollar as a equivalent to the higher risk you live in. You are not paying. It is great. And now that you come to my mentor, you know, I submit to you. Now we have money. You have to help me. That's not how it, that's not how it works. I understand this. The moment I dropped the equivalent of that money, as at that time, heaven was open. But it takes faith to do that. In two weeks, no one was paid. Without grace and offering. And we paid everything we wanted. I prayed to pay. As you respond by faith, your story will change likewise. Because God is not a man that he should have. The third reason why people don't respond is tradition. Mark 7, 13 is a faith in the word of God of God effect through your tradition, which you have delivered and many such like things today. The before reason D, why people respond, they put their trust in men. All the teachings of God here that will never respond because they feel that after that there is somebody who can get from. I have an uncle who is going to help me. There are people who are living on this land now who are looking for whom they can be for assistance. They don't believe the word of God. They put their trust in men. Jeremiah 17 verse 5. It's a cause with the men that trust them in men. When you begin to put your trust in a man to help you, you will never want to obey divine instructions. You feel there's somebody somewhere to help. That is the reason why many don't respond prompt. What are the benefits of prompt response? 
It makes God to respond positively to you. It makes God to respond positively to you. First John 3 verse 22. And whatsoever we ask, we receive of him, because we keep his commandments and do those things that are pleasing in his sight. So when you respond to any source of God, he will respond to you positively. The moment Abraham responded, he said, by myself and my sword. God will say, swear not, he swore. May God swear concerning you. Every, you know, every time you respond, God does things he has not done. He said, have no respect for man, but he has respect for every offering. Once you respond, God will just do something and has not May your response to that instruction bring for the testimony of a lifetime. Number two benefit, you enjoy promotion. You enjoy what? When Jesus responded in Philippians chapter 2, 8 to 9, he said, Being found in the fight of the man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto them, even the death of the cross. Wherefore, God has highly exalted him and given him a name which is above everything. And in verse 12, he said, Walk at your own salvation. I have walked my own heart. You need to walk your own heart. So each one has the responsibility to do what God asks you to do. Number three benefit, prompt response will provoke miracles. Prompt response will provoke miracles. John chapter 2. The moment they responded to the instruction given to them to put water, help us open. It was come to mind. And Mary said, whatever he says to you, do it. So every time you respond, a miracle will be born. A miracle will be born for you in the name of Jesus. Number four, it guarantees breakthroughs. Peter and John Luke chapter 5 responded to the instruction of Jesus. In Greek 4 to 7, the Bible declared that it was in the day. If you have to live line, they don't cast it in the day. Because if you carry the net today, the fish will see the shadow of death. And Peter said, I'll be a fisherman. If I put it out in the night, now that it's day, how do I do? But he responded to the source, nevertheless, I will do it at your word. And the breakthrough came. Someone will have breakthroughs that you have never gotten in your life. All you need to do is forget my ideologies, forget all it is you know, and obey the simple instruction from God. And number five, it provokes all round blessings. When you obey simple instructions, you provoke all round blessings. Now, look at the word coming to the eight or the two. We all read it. But he said, if thou shalt diligently to the aid one, hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God, to observe and to do all these commandments which I commanded this day, that the Lord thy God will say to thy devotion on the earth, and all these blessings, every blessing that God has programmed must cannot come to pass until God's one is in place. All the blessings you are looking for will come when you. If you have done, so until you promptly respond 
the one God has told you, don't expect all the blessings you are looking for to come. Expecting to take prophetic utterances without response is absolute futility. Let us speak over you. Let the greatest man of God speak over you in disobedience if you see no more. Your obedience made it faster. So whatever it tells you to do, and then you get yes. I pray that someone will leave this show with a new decision to back everything you hear with front actions and front response to the of Jesus. Never delay what you have been told by God. He said, when your obedience is fulfilled, it will avert every disobedience. Do your part. Let's call that God has asked. Oh, how will it be? Just do your part. Allow God to do the very part. And I pray that someone who from today change your lifestyle and agree with God's word, you will never have that setback again in your life. But here is the people of God. When David was teaching, where I took the scripture from, I was it. The John chapter 5, the key scripture used for this teaching. The man that Jesus met never knew Jesus. However, he said, Do you want to remain home? That's what I The man said, Nobody said to him. Because if you knew Jesus, you said what was happening to him. Which means he never knew Jesus. He didn't know the best doctor he was the one to say, but because he had an encounter with Jesus, having an encounter with him turned the man's story all together. Even without knowing Jesus, thought that he had an encounter, his story changed. You can't have an encounter with the Messiah and your life will not stop. He said, Do you want to be made whole? He said, Nobody is here to help me. Jesus looked at him and said, Take your bed and go. Take your bed and go. From this day, everyone has an encounter with Jesus Christ. No matter what you are going through, your story will change this hour. If that important man, after 38 years, by meeting Jesus, your story will change. You have come to meet the King of all kings. This year, 2020, Shiloh will be the best since we are born. As you said, you take your bed and go. That's how you do from that trouble, you are out of it in the name of Jesus. But the only prayer you pray, Lord, from today, may I not delay in obeying your word. Shall rise. Lord, from this day, may I never delay in obeying your word. I seek the grace to obey promptly and swiftly so that I can get blessed and Abraham. Go ahead and pray that prayer for yourself in the name of Jesus. Sim. Sí. 
Please let's listen to this Shiloh announcement. Put your wallet for hands together.